It's time to get away. And to help get you there, it's Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Now, here's the host of Travel Bags, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. I am Anita, and every show I always tell everyone that it's Anita with two N's. Now, I know that's a little different than the regular way most people spell Anita with one N, but I like to think that my parents maybe um, had something special in mind for me. Now, my sister Marjorie is sitting in here with me today. So, Marjorie, do you think that's what mom and dad had in mind, just something special to make me unique? I do. I think they thought that you would be unique, interesting, and individual with the name with two ends in it. With two ends in it. Yeah. And you are. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Ida. That's Ida with Global Sign of Fun Travel. Now, now Doc Bell, my husband, what, what do you think? Is two ends um, unusual or is it unique or is it special? It's special. It's different. <laughs> It's special and different. Okay, and see if we could give Joel Williams a mic in here. There's no telling what he'd say about my two ends. Joel would say it's twice as special. <laughs> twice as special. Okay, well, I like that. I like that. But talking about names, of course, everyone feels that their name is special. And sometimes those names also have meanings. As a matter of fact, my niece always says that names have meanings, and they sort of also dictate a little bit about you know what your purpose in life is going to be all about. And one of our guests today is going to talk with us about some of the hikers on the Appalachian Trail coming up with very unique names that they give themselves or sometimes that are given to them. So if you haven't guessed with that little introduction, our show today is going to be all about camping and hiking. So our destination today is Camping 101. And we have great information not only for the novice, but also for that experienced camper and hiker. And we'll talk a lot more about other things than just I've got my tent and my backpack, but some really good information. And co-hosting with me today is uh, my road buddy, Ida. We are just back from Jamaica. Hi, Anita. Hi, Ida with Global Sun uh, and Fun Travel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a wonderful time. Great, great trip. Great trip, and we'll have some great information for the listeners coming up soon, too. Absolutely. And my main road buddy, Doc Bill. It's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to have you here. He's with Sapelo Island Birdhouses, a great place to go for a beach vacation. As well as camping. As well oh, as camping. Yeah. That's true, too. That's true, too. And our first guest can tell us a little bit about that. Uh, we have Kim Hatcher with us, who is uh, actually the PR uh, manager with Georgia State Parks. And she has been handling media relations for the Georgia State Parks and historic sites since 1993. So she knows quite a bit about about the Georgia State Parks, and she and her husband, Harris, both enjoy camping and hiking and kayaking, all those kind of outdoor things. So, Kim, welcome to the show. Hi, welcome. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, you're welcome. We're very glad to have you here. And we, you probably heard us just now saying that we were down on Sapelo, so I know there's a Georgia State campsite there. But, you know, I want us to start really basic with a question, because as I was uh, getting the show together, the thought came to me that, you know, we talk about camping all the time, and I hear people saying, well, I'm camping out in the backyard, you know, with the kids, or, you know, we are going to rent an RV and we're going to go camping. What exactly is camping? Is there a specific thing that makes camping camping? Well, you know, you're right that you could just camp in the backyard. I think just sleeping under the stars in a tent 
in a hammock, in a sleeping bag, however you want to do it, just being outside and, and listening to the frogs and the crickets as you go to bed <laughs> and maybe peeking outside your tent and looking at the moon and the stars above. And then the just the joy of waking up and hearing birds in the morning. To, to me, wow. that's camping. That's what I love the most about camping and leaving kind of creature comforts of home <laughs> behind, yet camping really doesn't have to be roughing it. There's, gosh, nowadays there's so many things you can buy to make camping cozy that, you know, you could do it roughing it and you could do it in glamour style. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's interesting that you say that because I do think a lot of times we think of camping as being roughing it. So tell us a little bit about some of the differences that the state of Georgia offers. Well, we have a great state park system here in Georgia, and for people who are from other states, um, sometimes other states have a little bit more rugged camping than what we offer. Ours are pretty cozy. We have modern campgrounds that have centralized bathhouses with hot showers and laundry Ooh, facilities, electricity, and flush toilets. So um, there's a closed place that you can walk to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. um, our campgrounds accommodate a wide range of equipment, so we have sites for RVs. Some of them are even what we call pull-through sites, which means if you're driving one of the really larger RVs, you don't have to back it up. It's very easy to just pull right into your own personal campsite. Um, and then, of course, we know that some people who prefer tents, they would like to camp kind of in a separate section, maybe not so close to all the RVs. So there are many parks that have separate tent sections. We even have some tent sections called walk-in, which is kind of halfway between a regular campsite where you've got your neighbors a little bit closer to you mm -hmm. and then halfway to backpacking which means you park your car in a central area and then you carry your gear just a little bit further into the woods but you still have hot showers nearby within walking distance you got a water spigot within walking distance um, all of our campsites have picnic tables and fire rings mm -hmm. um, and, and water hookups nearby so um, you've got everything you need very close well, it sounds like it. And yeah. that sounds great. This is Ida. I've never been camping, and I think I'd do okay, but I'm not at all sure. Are there some questions I would want to ask myself before venturing into a camping adventure just to <laughs> give me an idea as to whether I could hack it or not? Yeah, actually, we have a program just for you. <laughs> we have a program. <laughs> we have so many people who said, we want to go camping, but we don't have the gear, and we don't want to go buy all the gear without knowing for sure it's something we want to do. Exactly. So we partnered with the North Face and REI to offer a first-time camper program. Ooh. And it's $50 for the whole weekend. You get two nights of camping plus borrowed gear. So good, oh good camping gear will help set up the tent. We'll kind of give you really? a camping 101, and you get two nights to enjoy it. Um, and then afterwards decide whether camping's for you. Kim, you know? and, and then you could go perfect. buy your own camping gear. Sometimes people, uh, people are usually pretty happy to share their camping gear, too. So that's the kind of thing that somebody who's new could do wow. and see if they like it. It's great for families because it gets your kids away from the electronics, away from the <laughs> TV, you know, and you know, tell them, turn off the cell phones. And you really get to talk and connect to each other. And then little kids really enjoy just the fun of looking for frogs at night and or looking for tadpoles and trying to identify what they hear, you know, hooting in the trees <laughs> at night, the owls. That, that sounds really like that could be experience. fun. Oh, that does. That's interesting. Uh, I noticed that you have, you mentioned Sapelo Island is one of your locations, and I think of that as one of Georgia's remote bear islands. Could you talk about how would one um, um, get a, gain access to the site on Sapelo? Where would they stay? And then contrast that to somebody staying 
in a lodge or someplace up in the North Georgia mountains. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, that goes right into how we have this wide variety of accommodations. Um, on Sapelo Island, there is the Reynolds Mansion, which is, is lodging. It's group lodging. And then they also have a group camping area. So if you have scouts or if you have a church group that wants to go camping all together, you, you can make reservations to stay at this, this area. It's a short walk to the beach, but you're, uh, you're in the woods. You're under the trees, and there, there's a bathhouse there. Um, so you can be with your own private group, and that way you're not disturbing other people. Other people aren't disturbing you. Um, and we actually have those group camping facilities at a number of parks, not just at Sapelo. Um, and then we also have something that's really cool. They're called yurts. Have oh, you heard, heard of yurts? I have heard of those, but I don't know much about them. Yeah, they're, they're sort of halfway between camping and a cabin. It's a round wood and canvas structure that has furniture inside. It has electrical outlets inside, but out of the yurt is a grill and a picnic table and a fire ring so you can bring a sleeping bag or sheets and use the furniture that's inside um, so it's kind of like camping they're they're usually in the campgrounds and then you walk to a central bathhouse hot showers just like all the other campers but you've got furniture inside wow. we call them glamping we call them glamour camping <laughs> Oh, that sounds great. Now, Kim, I know you mentioned the $50 introductory rate, but what are the general costs at the other campgrounds? Is, can you give us a range of what those costs would be? Yeah. Uh, your typical campground is going to be anywhere from 25 to 28 maybe $30 a night, depending on the season and which park you're at. Mm -hmm. um, the walk-in tent sites, the, the little bit more primitive sites, and sometimes they have a little bit longer walk to water or to um, a power source. Those are sometimes as low as $15. Wow. And then if you go to the group camp areas, it's a few dollars a person. Oh, so there, a it's very value affordable. for families. Yes. Now, is it really is. And, you know, we have parks near some wonderful places. Like one of my favorite places to go is Savannah, and there's Skidaway Island State Park just 20 minutes from downtown Savannah, the historic district, yet you can go camping for $25 a night. And it's and beautiful. That, and, th and that's really nice because you can get your camping in, then you can also do some of those wonderful things that you can do right there in Savannah. Mm -hmm. Now, Kim, you're giving so much great information, and um, I have a ton more questions for you, but I think we're, we're running a little bit out of time. But I would definitely like for you to tell our listeners how they can find out more information about sure. the state parks. We have a really great website. It's georgiastateparks.org. And on the homepage, there's a small map of Georgia. And if you click it, it'll get larger and it'll show you all the locations. And then each park you click on, you can learn about the park, everything they offer, their prices. There's even a photo gallery. And, and you just if you look around that website. It even has events. So if you have things that you think your kids would like to do, ranger programs, take some guided hikes or some nature crafts, they can see that on the event calendar as well. Well, that, that sounds really, really great. Now, I have one quick question for you. If you could give us one great tip for maybe what to pack for the first-time camper, someone uh, like Ida was mentioning. Yes, like me, like me, Kim. <laughs> a little bit like me, too. Any, any, any quick tip for us? Um, you know what I really love that's so common now is people have these headlamps instead of carrying flashlights. Ooh. I've seen those. That you can get a headlamp pretty inexpensive, and they're comfortable. I would say that, and I would say a good camping pad to go under your sleeping bag. <laughs> Very important. And you get to borrow some of those on the first-time camper program. These self-inflating, they're, they're not air mattresses, they're pads, and they're wonderful. 
Well, that sounds great. That sounds great. I love that first-time camper program, Kim. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Kim, so much. You've been great, and uh, we really appreciate it. And we hope folks will go over to the website and check out everything that you have there. This is Travel Bags with Anita and Friends on WDUN AM 550. We'll be back in a few minutes.